So back to marriage. Uh, each week as we've done this series on marriage, I've I've started with one particular phrase. And I wanna I wanna focus a little bit on this again. There is a war between fear and love. Love is going to win in the end. But it's a fight to the death. The problems that we have in any relationship usually start with fear. Fear that the other one is going to lose love or that the other one is going to accuse us or something like that. I want to deal with this fear today. There's a beautiful chapter in Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 54. And it starts with a verse that's completely counterintuitive. It's a, it's a verse that is it just doesn't make sense from a logical point of view. It says, "Sing, O barren woman." Now that's a little crazy, isn't it? Especially in those days, but also today, women want to be able to have children. And the one who doesn't have children often feels neglected, somehow left out, or not part of what God wants them to be in. And it's a feeling of sadness that comes upon this person. But the word of the Lord is sing. Says shout for joy. Because you're going to have more children than the one who could bear children. Now that doesn't make sense. But this is the God we serve. He takes the impossible things and he brings them into being. Speaking to this woman down the verse, I think it's around verse 11 or 12. He says, all your children shall be taught by the Lord. And great shall be the peace of your children. Now remember who he's talking to? The woman who has no children. That's the message is coming to her. And also to you and me. And then there is this verse. In righteousness you shall be established. 
you shall be far from oppression utakuwa mbali na mhangaiko for you shall not fear and from terror na ndani ya kuogopeshwa for it shall not come near to you now if you're not careful and you don't read this verse carefully you're just going to miss the whole point sasa kama usome mzuri hii maandiko utakosa yenye maana ndani ya hii maandiko notice what it says musikie yenye nasema the terror will not come to you anasema uoga haitakuwa kwako you will not fear because you're going to be far from the oppression. And that's because you are filled with joy. It's because you've made a decision to shout for joy. You see here's what we learn. Fear is the access point for the thief who comes to kill, steal and destroy. Woga inakuwa ni mlango kwenye huyu mwizi anakuyaga kuingia kwa kuharibu, kuua na kuiba. When we begin to fear that opens the door of our mind to the devil and bringing all these negative thoughts to us. Wakati tunaanza kuogopa tunafungwa ni milango kwa adui aingie na aribishe yote yenye ndani yetu. As soon as we begin to fear he has fun with you and me. He comes in through the open door of fear. You see fear is an agreement with the intimidator, with the devil, the one who mocks and the one who accuses. Because God did not tell you to fear. But when you do fear, when I do fear, it lets the devil begin to play with things in my head. Fear lets <laughs> I keep saying this in different ways, but fear lets things in that don't belong there. Uoga inafungua milango kwa vitu vingine ndani yetu vitu vya bistaili kwa ndani yetu. There's another verse in the Bible that says the thing I fear has come upon me. Kuko kitabu nyo Biblia nasema vitu vya naogopa ndio vya vinanifikia. You see it creates this weakness that allows the entry point of Satan to come in. Inafanya huo mzaifu na inafungua njia kwa vyote vingine na vikugusi. Now what is the power of Satan? Sasa nguvu ya shetani inatoka wapi wala ni nini? It's a power to accuse inakuwa ni nguvu ya kuchongea and it's a power to lie na inakuwa ni nguvu wala uwezo wa kudanganya he manipulates with words and with accusation anacheza cheza tu na kuchongea na misemo kidogo kidogo and he creates fear through these tools na anatunga wala naumba uoga kupitia hivi vitu whenever you agree with satan then you give him power wakati yoyote yenye unaitika shetani When you agree with the lie you empower the liar. Wakati unaitika bogo yenye shetani analeta unampatia ule muongo nguvu. When you listen to the words of the accuser then you come under the shame. Wakati unaitika bienye shetani anakudanganishia unajikutana chini ya haya. Are you with me church? Tuko pamoja kanisa? Are you with me? Tuko pamoja? Turn to the person next to you and ask them Double check. Is everybody awake? Okay. 
When you listen to the words of the accuser, you come under the power of shame. When you receive the words of the accuser, then you actually come under the shame of sin as though you had actually sinned. Wakati yenye unaitika byenye shetani akudanganishia unajikutana chini ya uwezo ya dhambi yenye ulifanya. But you see what has happened with the blood of Jesus you have been cleansed from that sin. Sasa angalieje damu Yesu inafanya inakuwa kuondosha yote ile dhambi. As though it never happened. Na itakuwa sasa bado au yafanyaga dhambi. It's covered. Inathinikwa. It's paid for. Inalipiwa. You cannot go back there in fear and in shame because it's covered by the blood. But when you do go back, you begin to make an agreement with the liar. You see he has the power of deception. And when I agree with him then I lend him my authority. But you my brothers and sisters. You have the authority. And you can say no I don't agree with that. I refuse to believe the lie. I refuse to bow down to the fear. Can you say that with me? I refuse to bow down to the fear. Now say in Swahili. Good. Hallelujah. Satan has no authority. When he accuses you wakati anakuwa kudanganyia mambo but when you revisit those events in the past hata wakati unarudia mambo yenye ilishapita apart from the blood of jesus you subject yourself to a spirit of deception unajipeleka wewe peke chini ya utawala wa shetani because you're revisiting something that no longer exists in the condition that it was because it is under the blood of Jesus now. Kwa jiru unarudira bitu wenyewe bilisha samewa na bisha azimishwa yote zamani lakini wewe unavirudiria tena. This is so important that you get this. Inakuwa ya maana uelewe bibitu. Don't forget it. Usisahau. Hallelujah. Now I want you to bring these thoughts that I've shared with you into your understanding of marriage. Sasa napenda ubebe vyote vyenye tunaongea hivi na uingie nabyo mwazo wala namna ya kufikiri kuhusu ndoa. Satan wants to destroy your marriage. For those of you who are not married yet, he's already working on you. To plant seeds of deception, seeds of fear so that when you are married, you're worried, is this going to make it? Is it going to last? Am I going to be okay? Anatia tayari mbego ya woga na bitu yenye vinaweza kuharibishia ili wakati utajikutana ndani ya ndoa ukuwe na shitashita ini ndoa yangu itawezekana yote. I want you to listen to the words of the Lord. Napenda usikie mzuri neno ya Mungu. We went over this last week but I just want to highlight it again. Tulisema tena kuhusu hivi jumla ilipita lakini tunapenda turudie tena. Wives submit yourself to your husbands as to the Lord. Bibi nasema mwanamke wala wabibi 
nyenyekeze mbele ya babwa ya babwana kisi neno Mungu inasema because the husband is the head of the wife kwa jili bwana anakuwa mkubwa ndani ya nyumba you know the husband has a special role he's supposed to hold the household together mnajua bwana anakuwa na ile kazi ya kuunganisha kutia vitu pamoja in the uh, old english the word husband husband na mu kiingereza ya zamani aiseme husband inasema husband it's the band that goes around a house inakuwa sasa kamba wala kibabazi kinyi kinazunguluka nyumba so i want you to think about in the old days <coughs> when they made a house they put sticks in the ground anapenda ubieleo kusema zamani wakati zamani wakati wanajenga nyumba walikuwa natia miti pembeni ya nyumba and they built the outside of the house by these sticks in the ground and those sticks they could wobble this way and that but they would put around the house a band of iron it was called a hus band ile kibambazo tuseme ile all the way around the house to hold the house together yeah that's a good idea of how a husband is supposed to be he holds the house together he brings security now the wife brings water You see the husband is supposed to hold the house together from the outside. And the wife holds the house together from the inside. And so having the house band gives security to the wife. The husband is able to do what he's supposed to do if the wife surrenders to him. Na Bwana anaweza fanya yote anaitwa kufanya wakati ile bibi yake anajinyenyekeza kwake. Just as the church is to be submitted to to Christ. Nasema wanamke wajinyenyekeze mbele wa Bwana kisi kanisa inajinyenyekeza mbele ya Kristo. So also wives should submit to their husbands in everything. Vile vile wa bibi wanapaswa jinyenyekeza kwa Bwana wao kwa kila jambo. Now that was last week. This week men it's your turn. Sasa leo inakuwa ni tutasemezea sasa wa baba. You need to you need to listen to this man if you want to have a good life. Sasa unapasha kusikia kama kubwana usikie ibi ili uwe na maisha mzuri. If you ignore my words you're going to suffer. Kama unadharau mimi sema tutasema pa bwana utahangaika. Husbands love your wives. Kwa bwana mpende mabibi yenu. Just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her now how does a husband give himself up for his wife you know men we like to do what we want to do we like to play games we like to go fishing 
Tunapenda kwenda kubamba samaki. We, we like to go to the baseball game. Tunapenda kwenda kule ku baseball. We like to go play soccer. Tunapenda kucheza kabumbu. Ride motorcycles. Tunapenda kutembeza makinga. We just like to go hang out with our friends. Tunapenda kwenda kuikala kupizza wakati na marafiki yetu. And we get into danger when we go do our things of playing. Lakini tunajiweka ndani hatari wakati tunaenda kucheza. And we ignore our family. Na tunasabu majama yetu. That's a danger zone. Do you know pastors can do the same thing? Sometimes I could be in a position where I give so much of my energy to the church that I could ignore my wife. Now the command to the husbands is to lay down your life for your wife. Lakini ukisikia agizo ya Biblia inasema Bwana utoe maisha yako ni juu ya bibi yako. Now Christ himself he died for the church. Kristo yeye pekee alikufa juu ya kanisa. Now that means we husbands should be willing to die for our wives, right? Kwa kweli ni kusema sisi wa Bwana tunapasha kutika kukufa juu ya mabibi yetu. Si ni vile? Do you agree? Mnaitika? I see some guys they don't really look like they want to answer that question. <laughs> Is that the right answer? <laughs> yes, we have to be willing to die for our wives. But you know that's the easy way out. Because it's more difficult actually to live for your wife. Because that's a day by day sacrifice. You know, men, one of the ways you lay down yourself, lay down your life for your wife is you stop and listen to her even when you're not interested in what she's saying. Have you ever been in a situation where your wife is kind of upset? You know what women often do when they get angry or upset or anxious? They talk 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 I was watching a movie the other day. And there was a woman who was just having a hard time. She was crying and talking and very very insecure. And the husband knew he needed to just be there with her and listen to her. So, he sat there and he kind of put his arm around his wife. But he got bored pretty fast. And he started to look at his watch. And when she wasn't watching, he was just looking around wondering how he could get out of this situation. Husbands have to lay down their life and listen to their wives because that gives them security and releases them from the torment of their soul. It's the best thing you can do. Listen to your wife. Amen. Amen.
I can't hear you men saying amen. <laughs> Husbands, you're to love your wives as your own body. Uh, I'm 57 years old now. And there are different parts of my body that are just hurting all the time. It's like every week there's something else that's bothering my body. But you know what I do with my body? If something hurts, I take care of it. When my hand is hurting, I, I be, I'm sure to move it and make sure all the joints are moving. When my foot hurts, I, I limp along taking good care of my leg. When my wife hurts, I have to do everything to take care of her. Because she is part of my body. Besides, who's going to take care of me when I'm old? So I got to take good care of her now. Jesus takes care of his church. So men, we have to take care of our wives. Now men, I'm going to tell you the most important thing. Whether you're married or not, listen to this. The women in your life are looking for spiritual leadership. I said this last week, but it's so important. I have to say it again. Men, you have to lead your wives into prayer and into the Bible. I'm so proud of the men who listen to this word and they begin to get with their family and read the Bible and pray together. Wives, your husband is doing his best. Sometimes he's very insecure about his spiritual leadership. So you need to help your husband by being really happy when he does try to do anything spiritual. The worst thing, women, that you can do is when your husband's trying to lead you into something spiritual, you just go, oh boy, here we go. <laughs> That's going to kill the spirit of joy in your marriage. <laughs> we have to help each other. As men have fragile egos. And we're easily discouraged in this area of leadership spiritually. So wives, whenever your husband does try to do something spiritual, 
in your family kumbi wa bibi wakati yote ile utaona bwana yako anakuwa na binti sana kusema biblia wala kuomba pamoja you need to act like a happy dog when he's ready to get some food or go out for a walk kumbi wewe na wewe uko naonekana sasa yumbo mwenye anafurahi wakati wanamletea mfupa you need to say oh that was so great thank you for that time of prayer unapaswa kusema ah mzuri sana unasema mzuri you need to thank Thank your husband for making the effort. You both will be doing yourselves a favor if you do what I'm saying. Husbands, you have to lead your wives spiritually. Wives, you have to respect the covering that your husband provides. Sasa kumbi babibi na nyinyi mnapaswa kuheshimu ile ukingo ya kiroye Bwana analeta kwako. A husband is taking care of himself when he takes care of his wife. Bwana anajali sana juu yake wakati anajali juu ya bibi yake. A wife can respect her husband and submit to her husband if she is convinced that he cares about her. Mwanamke ataheshimia Bwana wakati anahakikisha kusema kabisa Bwana anampenda. When a husband shows his wife that he's listening to her. Wakati Bwana anaonesha bibi yake kusema anakuwa anamsikia. And he really understands what she's saying. Na anaelewa bibi bibi anasema. And he's able to say back to her what she's saying. Na anaweza kumwambia bibi yake misemo mizuri kujibia kwa maswali bibi alimuuliza. That solves 90% of her anxiety. Ile inasaidia afya yake ya ndani kabisa. There was a pastor in California. Kulikuwa pastori mwa kule California. Whose son was about 13 or 14 years old. Ule mtoto wake alikuwa na 14 wala 13 ans. And he said to his father one day, you know, I don't understand the ladies of our church. They always want to talk to me and I'm just not interested in what they're saying. And he told his son, let me tell you a little trick. When the ladies are talking to you, you just got to look them in the face. And you kind of nod while they're talking. And then every once in a while when she says something you just say the same thing back to her. And so he began to practice this skill. After a couple of weeks. The ladies of the church were coming to the pastor. They said your son is the best listener I've ever met at his age. If only I were 20 years younger I would marry him. You see he practiced something we need to learn. We got to listen to what our wives say. And then say it back to them in a different way. To show that we understand. My dad's going to practice that this week at my house. We're going to see how that goes. I'll give you a report next week. But when the husband shows that he's listening, 
wakati bwana anaonesha kusema niko nasikia and that he cares na anajali it's easy for the wife inakuwa mwepesi kwa bibi to let him lead her kuitika bwana muongozi hallelujah the way marriage works is the high is the wife respects her husband and the husband and loves his wife love and respect now so many times i've talked to couples and the wife will say well when he starts to love me then i'll show him respect And that husband will say, well, when she starts to respect me, then I'll be able to love her. So who's supposed to go first? You see, if if we just keep going around, we'll never get to a good place on this cycle. The man who taught me this said this. Whoever is the more mature, let them go first. Whoever is the more mature, you start. Well, how about that? Who's going to decide who's more mature? Thank you. <laughs> you just go right ahead. Okay. Sasa hapa ni swali banauliza nani atanza? Ni yule anapasha kupenda wala yule anapasha kuheshimia? Kumbe mwenyewe ashakomala mwakili ndio atanza. Now I just want to pray for marriages in this room. Tunapenda tuombe mandoa ndani ya hii. And I want us as a church to pray for the marriages. Na napenda sisi kama kanisa tukue na ombea na tuombee mandoa. I want you to know that when you go through these hard times in your life. Na napenda ujue kusema wakati unapitiza hii wakati ya nguvu maisha yako. When you're tempted to fear. Wakati unajipana ndani ya uoga. I want you to remember do not open the door to fear. Napenda ukumbuke kusema usipime kufungua mlango kwa uoga. Because a fear will let the lie come in. God wants you and me to be overcomers in this life. God wants you and me to overcome the fear and the trials and the hurdles in our lives. And we need to bring this concept into our marriages. So today I just want to ask all of those who are married right now would you stand? Even if your husband or wife is not here that's okay you just stand up. And now for all of you who are single around these married people I want you to lay your hands on them. Sasa we mwenyewe ule baada uyaoa wala uyaolewa napenda unyoshe mkono kwa wale wote walishaolewa na wale walishaoa. And I want you just to begin to pray for these married couples. Na napenda ukwe naombea hii mandoa. 
And you single people, while you're praying for these married people, you're also going to be praying for yourselves. So everybody stand and, everybody stand and move around so you can get to the people. And just begin to pray. Just pray for the married people, okay? Just go ahead and lead out in it now. Hallelujah. So could I just ask everybody to stand now? And I just want you to repeat after me something. Put your hand on your heart. I'm going to live a life of faith. I'm not going to live a life of fear. I'm going to live the life Jesus wants me to live. Husbands, I want you to repeat after me. Lord God, I will love my wife. According to your word. Amen. Amen. Now women, I want you to repeat after me. Lord God, I will respect my husband according to your word even when he doesn't deserve it. Amen. Amen. Now that's a good prayer to remember. Hallelujah. So let's just close in a time of worship here. The worship team's going to lead us and then let's worship the Lord and then we'll dismiss the service.